Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I have two. I have two things that I want to learn. First of all, Mazel Tov to the bus from Kalman Sage. Kalman, Kalman has something that's, that's such a basic of the yeshiva and such an important part of the yeshiva, the honesty piece. person being honest, authentic, sincere, that's, I'm going to miss, I'll be honest, I'm thankful that he's a chassan, I'm going to miss talking about him. I would get the opportunity from time to time, people would call up. When you get a shidduch call, there are two types of things that happen. They say, oh, I'm calling about this bacher who learned in yeshiva. Kalman Sage. And the two things, either they ask questions and they like question you or you talk. And I always like giving the drush about the guy. I like talking. I like talking. You could stop right there. <laughs> but I like giving the drush because if you answer questions, it looks defensive. Like, like oh, you asked that. Oh, he's t- Do people like him? Yeah, people like... So I like talking first. You didn't... You know, it's something called leading the witnesses. Uh, you know, people like, you're not let to lead the witnesses when you, when you, when you, the witnesses in a case, let the witness do it. Don't tell them what to say. You're not let to lead the witnesses. So if you wait till they ask questions, it looks like you're just saying he's nice. So you ask, is he nice? So I like talking. They say, I'm coming up common sage and I'm off and running. I'm in the middle of my drush. They're like, sorry they ever asked. Like 15 minutes later, like I, I have a speech. But I like speaking about Kalman and, and the Nakuda of honesty, the Nakuda of sincere, authentic. These words that are like so precious in this, in this Makam Torah, a person being authentic and honest and not afraid of our parts, working to grow the connections. It's interesting, Misholem wrote, Misholem Harach spoke last year at the graduation. It was a hectic graduation and it was a hectic graduation, and many things are going on. Yisrael Winter's dunking, and things are happening. So in the context of a wild party, Mishol Mcharach spoke. I can't say I was able to zone in and listen carefully. There were different things happening on my mind. I wish I was more focused, but I was driving somewhere with my wife, and Yisrael May was in the back seat, and I asked my wife what she thinks I, what I, what, what, what does she think I should speak about. And Yisrael Mayer pipes up from the back seat. He said, I like what Mishulam Harach said at graduation. And he described what Mishulam said. Clearly, he was very much listening and described. And Mishulam said that the close connections that exist in yeshiva, the relationship and connections that exist in yeshiva all come from honesty. At the place where you hold yourself back and you're just, it's very hard to bond with somebody else. The place that we're honest with all our things, with all the stuff inside, at that place that we're honest, we can bend. Guys, what, this is, this, it doesn't need to be a, a big secret, the darkest secret of our life. But just as an example, when a guy shares with his friend like his big secret, he ends up much closer to his friend. His friend respects him, respects him more. Often the secret that, oh my gosh, if my friend would know. When I was a little kid, and this is the secret of a little kid, I was at speech therapy. 
I had a lot more secrets, but the secret that I thought was like, I told my mother I'll only go. I told my mother I'll only go to speech there if you don't tell my cousin, my first cousin. We were very close. And I didn't want him to know that I'm at speech therapy. <laughs> At that time, like people didn't do regular therapy. Trust me, it could have been regular therapy, but it was speech therapy at that time. My tonight of going, unbeknownst to me, I found out 10 years later, he was by speech therapy also, on the condition I didn't know, by the way. And we were by the spe- same speech therapist, Mrs. Solomon. But nonetheless, I was by Mrs. Solomon, the condition he didn't know, and he was the condition I don't know. But the irony is when we share our imperfections, that's when we really get close. That's when we get tight. That's when things happen. Somebody once observed to me on dates. Tell me if you're master for this, Kalman. Mayor, tell me if you agree on a date. Every once in a while, there was just an uncomfortable moment. You swell, you're on a date one day, and also there was an uncomfortable moment. If you analyze an uncomfortable moment, I would say 90% of the time, one of the two of them had something they wanted to say and didn't. That's usually what just happened in an uncomfortable moment. Somebody held in something that they really should have said and needed to say. That's often the definition of an uncomfortable moment. And the irony is that when we do share that thing that's hard, we end up closer and the person respects us more, feels more invited into our lives. And Mishalom Harach pointed out that the honesty brings the relationship. The close relationships that are formed here, beautiful, close relationship. The sense, I trust you to know me. I trust you to be vulnerable to you. You trust me to be vulnerable to me. And that closeness that it really brings out. And Kalman is a tremendous friend. He's a lot of good friends. And he's somebody who's an honest person and not afraid. I just appreciate it. Tremendous steiging here over the years. I'm just thankful that to me, a home built on sincerity, on honesty, on connection, that's, that's the dream. We speak a lot in yeshiva about yedidus, about friendship. The world of Torah is a world of friendship. I would call the yeshiva a place of friendship. The honesty ultimately allows very close friendships. That's, that's what the honesty allows for. And Kalman Zagai was just a beautiful group of friends that are tight, that are honest, that are good with each other, encourage each other. So the bracha is that the best friend of his life, his wife, the most important friend of our life, the Reyim Ahuvim, the most important friend of our life, he should be zeichet together with his talent to build a beautiful bias Nehman be Yisrael. I want to welcome you. It's Chassan Day. We have things to get to, but Chassanim first. There's another. There's another Chassan here. Somebody who got married during Sula. My son Manny made the trek. I couldn't get out, but I was very thankful that my van got there and that Manny got there. But a real good friend of ours, somebody whose sweet voice and the sweet person we were zeichet bond with her. I was zeichet and the whole chabur. I want to wish a mazel tov to a new. Just got married, fresh off his wedding. Minutes after Sheva Brachas, welcome Josh Goslin. Welcome. If we had a guitarist here, I would have I would ask Josh to sing something. I don't know, I don't know like songs. Like you don't play. Only Shlomo, so I'm gonna call Shlomo soon. No, I mean, why do a guitar? Just sing. No, no, guitar. How, you know, in lieu of a guitar, you and Ellie sing something together. <laughs> <laughs> that worked, that worked. He was asking. Come, 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 Josh. 
The first one is a theory. The question is like the oldest question, Shimmy. Every year, every mashkiach, forget mashkiach, anybody who learns Pashti Sava, if you ask David Rosenthal, 
David Rosenthal learns Chumash beautifully, and every parish studies Chumash Rashi very thoroughly, and has beautiful things to say about the parsha. This is like a Rashi, any David in the world who cares to learn Chumash Rashi with sincerity gets stuck on this Rashi. And I want to offer a theory, Yisrael, but I want to, I don't know, I have a theory, I don't know if it answers the question. I'm curious what you think, Yisrael. Parshas Kisavai speaks about one of the things is Bikurim Shmuel. I want the guy's opinion. I want real comment. If you tell me, er, or er, if you feel this answer answers this question, I need you to know, Mishalom. Shloim, I need your opinion. In Parshas Kisavai speaks about Bikurim. Bikurim Eli is the farmer brings his first fruits to the base Hamikdash. Every year he brings his first fruits and he says gratitude to Hashem. He's maybe Vikairi. He brings the fruits to the base Hamikdash in a tenna in a basket. He hands the fruits to the Kayan, the Kayan touches it to the southwest corner of the Mizbeach, and the guy makes a proclamation and he starts thanking Hashem. He talks about our history. The farmer looking at the fruits of his labor, he's excited. He's excited, his field, after a lot of work it has produced, it's accomplished, and he's holding his fruit, feeling a deep sense of satisfaction, and he expresses gratitude to Hashem. And he says, till we got this land, we have a history. Oh, and he goes all the way back, that Yaakov Avinu was love and tried to kill Yaakov Avinu. And he goes through in a very brief way the history of our people. Culminating, and we got Eretz Yisrael, culminating, and I have a piece of the land, and here are my fruits. So he says the story. I picture any father who's like full of gratitude. I, a very important moment, my kids put on Phil and I like feel that moment deeply. I have been to put to buy tefillin for four sons and to celebrate them putting on tefillin. It makes you reminisce about the history had we get to this point. You remember meeting you? Amen. Amen. You, you remember, you remember the history, and it's important to recount your whole history, how you got here. Now, what's fascinating, Yisrael? What's fascinating is when it says over this story that you tell Shlomo. It says Valmarte love. Says Rashi she'en toiv. You are not an ingrate, a kafui toiv, somebody who denies. You're not a kafui toiv. You're not an ingrate. And you say this whole speech, I'm not an ingrate. And the question, anybody who reads this, I'm not breaking new ground. Millions of Yidden have had this question, is why doesn't it say I'm grateful? I'm a makir toiv. Why is it belush and shlila? Shlila's in the negative. Why does it say I'm not an ingrate? Why don't we speak? I, yes, I'm yes grateful. I'm a makir toiv. But when it says Benji, and this is the old, like the oldest in Parshas Kisavai, this is like the question, any Chumash Rashi learner in Parshas Kisavai, when the guy says his pronouncement, he, 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 I'm not a kafli toiv, I'm not an ingrate. And the question is, is why not to say, I'm, I'm yes, grateful, I'm a makir toiv. That's the question that 
everybody asks, it just sticks out. It's, it's the question on Rashi, she'en chakafui toiv, that you are not an ingrate. And the question just becomes, why we're saying I'm not an ingrate? Why doesn't it say I'm a makir toiv? I'm, I'm yes, grateful. I want to suggest something. I'm not convinced Yisrael this answers the question. I'm not convinced. I want to share this truth with you. I've said it already this man, and it's something important to me. It uptaches a lot of things about our yeshiva and about yeshivas in general. Right here. Go for it. So the question is a very, very good, I think a very good question, Yisrael. What the answer is, please... Tell me what you think. The question's obvious. The guy says this whole statement, says, Rashi, that you're not an ingrate. Say that I'm, yes, grateful. Like, why speak in the negative, speak in the positive? Fair question, Ali. So, Yitzi, I have discussed the difference between Western and, Jew- and Yiddish. And if I would frame the journey of everybody here, we're starting a year. The yeshiva things are moving. It still has the uncomfortable feel of not knowing each other, of uncertainty, not finding my schedule, not finding my flow, not finding my comfort zone. We're all like at the beginning stages of the year. I'm beginning a journey. If I would describe our journey, I think the deepest journey of our life is the journey to true self. All the values that we aspire to are not outside of us, they're inside of us. Avas Hashem lives inside of us. Yerushamayim lives inside of us. Picture the scene of a Rebbe gives a shmuz to Bachram on gratitude. And he gives a thunderous shmuz. We gotta have more gratitude. So a guy, a from kid is sitting there. More gratitude, more gratitude. He's like, okay. I got this, I got this. And he goes home, and after the Friday night, I was like, Ma, thank you so much. He's like doing the thank you bit. In the dining room, his Rebbe gave a schmooze on more gratitude. So he goes to the, he looks, he finds the cook. That's always, like the guy from that after the schmooze, it's excellent. He finds the cook in the dining room. He's like, thank you so much. He does the thank you thing. He finds the cleaning guy in yeshiva. Imamish. The Rebbe said a person has to do this more. See, he's doing the thank you bit. I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm impressed with him. His Rebbe gave a schmooze. One must say thank you more. He's finding the janitor. He's going around. He's on fire that day with the thank you mission. The problem is, is that gratitude is not what you say. It's what you feel. The very word for gratitude is hakara satayv. Hakara satayv means you recognize the good. It has nothing to do with what you say. And the real sogi of gratitude, all of us naturally have gratitude. Unless you're a narcissist, anybody's built, it's like a personality disorder, Pasha, that if you get $100, you appreciate it. If you get something of value, you're like, thank you. Not you say that, you're not trained because your mom said, say thank you. You feel gratitude. Anybody here... Nobody is saying, do I really feel it? If you have that question, you really feel it? Okay, so then there could be a person. Now, this sort of people survive with that. But anybody here gets goodness and like feels a sense. Wow. Huh. 
You feel it. It's in your bones. Everyone, feel it, feel it, feel it. We, we feel it. Somebody gave us, like, thank you. What you're trying to do, what you're trying to do when you work on gratitude is to tap into the gratitude that you have. And the sogya of being a grateful person, the sogya is always asking, why aren't I tapping? What's my blockage? If a guy, his mother doesn't walk into, if his mother walks into the room and he's not like, wow, she did a lot for me, he has to ask, why don't I have that? Now, there might be blockages and you have to discover what they are. It's a natural, it's very natural to be a makir and the sugi of Akar Satayv, if one is not being, is what's blocking this, what's in the way? It's, I don't get it. I don't get it. They're giving and giving. If a person's, the Chayvis Havavis, he asks, why aren't we grateful to Hashem? He said, oh my goodness, I really got to work on my gratitude. I got to actually take, eliminate the blockages and I'll find I'm grateful. Nobody has to work on the gratitude now. The art of saying, maybe expressing the gratitude, say thank you is a good trick. From the external can arouse that which is dormant inside. If I'm ignoring my appreciation, the goal is not say thank you to the cook. When you say thank you, it could be there was something blocking what you were feeling. The saying thank you, like, oh, I was grateful. And you're trying to like... Arouse that which is inside and get, wake it up. The ichor is the pneumius. That's what we care about. Saying thank you could arouse that. I don't want to teach my kids just say thank you to mom, thank you, thank you. You have like the thank you machines who have no gratitude, zero, zero. They thank you machines. They don't even know that you're not trying to, the thank you is not the point. The point is that there's this iris of gratitude and then express it, express it in any ways with thank you. But the point is the gratitude, the appreciation, the sense of I owe you something. That's the point. The thank you could arouse that. I think equal of getting your kids to say thank you. I don't say, tell them say thank you. I'm not like fighting that. Much more important is that you live in the, in the space called gratitude. Live in that space. Plug into that space called gratitude. And if we sit there, somebody like worked hard. You eat a supper, there's, you come home and there's sushi salad there. The rice is made just to perfection. The vegetables are cut up. The sauces were bought. Who bought all that stuff? Who cooked all that stuff? Who made all that stuff? Who got the stuff ready? Who put the exact things and the way you like it? What the onion crunch on top? Who did all that? And then when it's put on the plate, and it's not just sprinkled, but it's sprinkled neatly, both sauces, the sweet sauce and the amount you... Somebody cares a lot. Somebody put a lot into this. Somebody gives... Somebody cares a lot. And you're awakened to feelings of appreciation to somebody who's there for you. That's your living in the space called gratitude. Now, we have to ask ourselves in the Sugya, any thunderous schmooze on gratitude, the, the takeaway should be is how do I touch that space inside of me? And I might conclude by saying thank you more. I, ask, I have to ask myself, I run into lunch every day, why don't I find myself thanking Yaakov Lieber? Like, like feeling, hey, there's a cook here who like does a really good job and takes it seriously. Really makes good food and different choices of food. Hey, wow, why isn't that my gratitude in me 
And to our parents the most, to our parents the most. Now we might have blockages, so then we have to address those. The Chayvah Salvava speaks about the blockages that cause us not to appreciate the kindness of Hashem. What are the blockages? He, like, he's showering us with like nice things that we really appreciate. So we have to ask, hey, what's blocking me from living in that space? And the Chayvah Salvava speaks about three blockages. What I wonder, what I wonder, and I, Aaron, I'm not, I don't know, it's making me think about this. That this person speaks up and says his story, and Rashi says, I'm not a kafli taiv, is bringing out that all one has to do is eliminate the blockages, and then the, the akarasa taiv lives there already. You don't have to become a makir taiv. You have to eliminate blockages, it lives in us. Now the reason, it, Yisrael, I'm not sure about this teretz. In a lot of ways, I like this teretz. So in the sugi of Akar Satayv, the Bikurim, the guy speaks, he wants to make sure that he, that, he, that he removes blockages. The heart flows naturally. Sometimes a guy needs a surgery to remove things that are stuffing his artery, that are stopping the heart from doing it. So the conversation is to remove blockages to allow that karsatoy that lives naturally in you. Now the only thing I say why I'm not like fully satisfied with this teretz isn't that true on everything we naturally have Abbas Hashem and we have to ask how we can access the Abbas Hashem that lives and Yerushalayim. So I'm not sure. I'm not trying to sell the guys something. I'm confused on the Rashi She'en Chakafli Taiv. Why it doesn't say it in the positive? I wonder that in, that we're all Makire Taiv. We have gratitude. Gratitude is a natural. Is the is the most natural. And you get gifts. It brings out gratitude. That's what happens. It's only a question of am, am I somehow denying it, blocking it, and I speak it out to get rid of the blockages that allow me to access that which is naturally there. That's what I wonder. I don't know if, if, if I don't know if that's the shot that it says in the negative. Yisrael. Mm, mm, mm. What was the question you're asking? Why it's, what? Like, so other places in the Torah seem natural also. I don't see it says such a lush, and so why by gratitude? What I'm saying, this same speech I can give with other aspects of our goodness. All the goodness lies in there. So, so like, why by gratitude are we speaking about, like, I don't have the blockage. The only thing I say, this might be the most natural. This is like, it's a pillow when it's not there. A guy, this is a rich farmer who got beautiful, like, he clearly received kindness. Maybe this is like so supernatural. All there is to discuss is why aren't you unleashing that? And figure out where the blockage is. You don't be a kafli type and let, do, let it do its natural. This seems super, super natural gratitude. And all one has to do is eliminate those places that are blocking that which should flow naturally. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know, Daniel. What? Mm, mm, mm. I'm not sure. I'm literally not sure. I felt not to say it over so much as a vert. This question, and, and, and whenever you study Chazal, make the mind work. 
What I'm saying about gratitude is something that I feel strongly about, Stam, that we're trying to tap it, we're trying to become grateful people, and I think all of us can discover in areas, if it's not flowing, we can discover what's the blockage, why isn't it? I'm getting stuff, they're giving stuff, this one, my parents, different people that are doing for us, why don't I appreciate? So, yeah. I think that's, a, and, and the sugya of gratitude is all different ways of accessing and living in the place that's within. So any shmuz and all shmuzim, and where Yehudim, our essence is to be grateful people, ask ourselves, I want to I wanna, I wanna be more me. I want to live in that place. It's in there. It's in there. It's natural. And I want to be in that natural, healthy place. It's just, it's, I, I've done something unnatural. Adam Yasha Neilad. I've done something unnatural and I'm not grateful. So it's, instead of it being the forced thank you, to a guy, thank you, it's actually a very flowing thank you. I appreciate it. I see Yaakov Libra, I'm Amish appreciate it. I see Alan here, it's very natural. I see the guy who for twenty for 23 years, cleans the yeshiva, helps the yeshiva, cares about the yeshiva. It should be very, very natural to be like, wow. Thank you. And, and if, you, if, if something's blocking that, ask yourself, what's, what's causing you not to notice, not to see, not to live in, a, in the most natural of ways? Our mothers take care of us, so why aren't I appreciative? They raised us, they love us like crazy. So why aren't I grateful? Why aren't I reciprocating that? Is a very natural question, is a very natural response is appreciation. I have to ask what's blocking me living in that place. And any type of thank you is a way of being meir, is a way of rouse, arousing that which lives inside. So ultimately it becomes a very unforced thank you. It's actually like brings up a very deep place. I really appreciate what you do, who you are, what you give to me. I really, really appreciate it. I was, I was talking to a Bach about writing a letter to his mom, a te- like a text letter to his mom. We were talking about that he, he has it in him. And you don't bring it out, like tap into that. Write the letter, like speak it out. I'm not so, talking about saying things you don't feel. He like does feel it. And different distractions, worries about a lot of different stuff. Let him not live in that space. Sometimes writing it out helps bring him to that space. So that's what... I wanted to say about the Shein Chakafri Taiv. I leave it as a I leave it as a question, but per a thought that this question brought me to. Why wouldn't it be the pshat? What's wrong? I don't, nothing wrong. Might be the pshat. It might be the pshat. If, if Rebezi is maskim, that alone for me means a lot. <laughs> Yisrael, what do you hold? Leave it as a possibility. When when the. In a couple of minutes, Rabbi Kiva is going to show the island. Rabbi Kiva went to South Africa and, and put out a very, very touching documentary, very short. It's 15 minutes. Welcome home, Danny. Good to have you back, Danny. I said it here. The island's here. I said it here. I'm going to share one more. No, 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 no. I want to share, I want to share another Torah thought on, on the parsha that... Um, that very much connects to that first thought. And obviously one of the one of the one of the one of the themes that of, of every year, one of the themes of being in a yeshiva is building your inner world. And we're talking about gratitude, finding your inner world, tapping into your inner world. The next part's very important to me, Danny. 
There's a line that we say in the Hajjun when we finish in the Sechta. We say, Now the literal translation could be that Hashem is, you made me smarter than my enemy. May oivai from my enemy, sichak meini, you've made me smart, that you've made me smarter than my enemy. The greatest enemy that a person has is Yetzirah, the Sine, Hagadol, what the Gemara calls your great Sine, the great enemy. And Hashem, you've made me smarter than my enemy. But there's another interpretation, is may oivai from my enemy, sichak meini, you made me smart, you can get very smart from your enemy. You actually could study the techniques of your enemy and get smart. I love playing hoodie sports. I love it. This summer, we started playing tennis together. He's one of the most cerebral players I've ever played in any sport. He plays football, basketball. He's constantly scheming. That's how Hootie works. Very competitive. He's very focused. At halftime, I always watch. People are schmoozing. He's never schmoozing. If he's talking, he's talking to a teammate. What are we going to do different this half? What are we going to do better? He's constantly scheming. Kalman can relate. The competitive guys are very engaged up here in the game. If he plays you ping pong, he's going to find your weak spot. And, he's going to, and it becomes a chess match. I love watching what he does to me. We play tennis and we're both very competitive. And we're, just, it's, we're both thinking. We're not schmoozing. We're having a great time. But we're just matching wits. So we're physically playing, and he sees, he sees a hard shot right at me. I'm struggling. I get what he's doing. And then I'll bait him into something. We're playing, and I know what he's doing. He knows what I'm doing. He's watching. He's coming to the net. I'll hit it over, but that, then I follow up to the net, and he hits it hard. He, we're scheming, and we're playing, thinking. And it's just a blast to play because I... St- I, I I try to keep an eye what he's doing. He, there's certain players when they play basketball, you ask them, what defense is the other team playing? I don't know. Uh, you study what they're doing and you outfox them. Do you notice they're in a 3-2? The, the corners are very open. Do you notice there are ways to beat teams and study and watch what they're doing? It's a type of defense. But you watch a 1-3-1. What's open? Where is it open? You watch what they're doing and you respond. It's a chess match. What? Most of us <laughs> Some understand. My point is that you're keeping an eye, that your head's in the game, that you don't want to be too taken to what they're doing because you could become very responsive and it has that danger always. Am I supposed but, to understand what you're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> My point is that you're thinking the game and you're studying the other side. So, means that my enemy makes me smart. Here's not an enemy, but it's, it's the, the guy you're playing. From your enemy, from your adversary, from the guy playing basketball against you, you could get very smart. You could get smarter and you scheme and figure out. Now, I want to discuss the Mitzrayim had a trick to hurt Klal Yisrael. And I want to get smart from the Mitzrayim. Mayor, I want to study our enemy and not just they hurt us. I want to nail them and use what they did negatively. We could use Lataiv. We could outsmart them. The Mitzrayim wanted to bring down Klal Yisrael. We were Mitzrayim. And remember, the farmer who brought the first fruits is saying our history. And he says, we read this line at our Seder every single year. And he says about the Mitzrayim, Now most people translate it, 
I think it's rather incorrectly. Vayareyuaisanu means they did bad to us. That's how most people translate it. Vayareyu is to do ra. Vayareyuaisanu, they did bad to us. Aisanu does not sound like that. That would be lanu. It would be lanu, not aisanu. Aisanu is like about us. Aisanu, it doesn't say lanu to us. Aisanu. Vayareyu Aisanu, it would be Vayareyu Lanu. It also is bad that they, if it means they did bad to us, Aaron, then the next words don't work. Because the next is Vayanunu, they pained us. Vayitnu Aleinu Avayda Kasha, they gave us hard labor, forced labor. So what's Vayareyu Aisanu? Shmuel Vayareyu Aisanu needs work. I don't believe it means they did bad to us. And the simple pshat in Vayareyu Aisanu, I believe the Balagada, who's a Tana, learns Chumash with us. And if you look up in the Agada, the Balagada says this pshat. Vayareyu means they turned us bad. They turned us bad. Now I want to say something, Maish. It means they spoke bad about us, but the tire is very exact. It says they made us bad. Vayareyu Aisanu is they made us bad. And as I want every guy to hear this, we are all a soul and we have challenges. We're on this earth, we have confusions. All the parts of confusions have roots in beautiful places, every aspect, but we can misuse them to get us to go to dark places. But they all have roots in very holy places, all our parts. But if we can misuse parts to sink, Vayoreyu Aisanu Amitsri means they, they turned us bad. Is not just they said bad stuff about us. I want the guys to understand this. There's, the Nesiv's nephew says a pshat in Halal. It says, B'tseis Yisrael Mimitzrayim. Klal Yisrael left Egypt. Beis Yaakov, the Jewish nation, Me'am Loyez. From a nation of Lazniks. What is Laz Yisrael? What does Laz mean Yisrael? Lashon Hara. To be mighty Laz is to say Lashon Hara. The Nitziv's nephew says that when we say in Halal, Kla Yisrael left Mitzrayim, Beis Yaakov Me'am Loyes. Kla Yisrael left the nation of Lazniks. The way you hurt a people is you first make a smear campaign against them. You put them down. You knock them. You make fun of them. You make a campaign besmirching them. That's what you do first. You can't convince an entire country to hurt Klal Yisrael. So first you make a massive smear campaign. You know what a Jew is? And you, 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 you set out to, to, to bring down their name. But here's the key point. The Mitzrayim in knocking us, they said lies, and anybody who tries to hurt a people first knocks the people down and makes fun of them, and that's how you bring people. But Yisrael, the key point is that really does turn somebody bad. By Yoreyu, you could actually, through negative look, negative speech, turn somebody bad. You actually create a hefsa of badness because you enforce that the person himself sees what you see, and you, you, we're living in an age identity. People are asking, who am I? And identity is the algorithm, is the, is the equation of what causes all our behaviors. 
And when somebody is looked at as be- bad, is spoken about as bad, is created as bad, you create a person who functions in that space. Vayoreyu, they turned us bad. That's what Vayoreyu means. Vayoreyu Aisanu means that they turned us bad. You know how they did it? By looking at us as bad, by speaking bad about us. And I want to say that the job of every single Yid on himself, not just to others, this is not a trick, it's actually, again, tuning into the truth of the fact of our goodness. Every human being, all of us, this is not a speech for a guy who's like struggling. I remember in high school when you're finishing Mesechtas, but I remember grappling that you have thoughts, that are thoughts you don't want to have, and other things, and you feel like maybe externally I'm like kicking the can forward. I'm like finishing Mesechtas, but oh my gosh, what I am inside? You don't feel like a good person. You're not touching the parts that are, you can learn all day, this is not a schmooze for somebody struggling. A guy could be learning all day, and yet he identifies he even thinks that people, I'm such a, I'm, I preach a stick. You know when my mind goes, I'm an animal. I'm, you know what I am? A guy learning all day can identify as a bad guy. He could be the biggest massman in the yeshiva. And he's steiging, he's a long shmanesri. He's like, oh. if you watch a certain shmanesri, I could see a guy who holds his bed. I could see it. It's a certain He's trying to like fight off monsters because he's like, ow, I'm so far from this. He's, and it looks, he's the frumest guy in Yeshiva. He struggles holding because we have all different parts. And there's a task. This is not a task for a struggling kid. It's a task for me and you. For the beautiful B'nai Tyre in this Yeshiva and beautiful B'nai Tyre in any Yeshiva. This is not a schmooze for a kid on the street. It's a schmooze for a kid in Waterbury Yeshiva, the most beautiful B'nai Tayyar in the world. And the schmooze is that to find our goodness, to find, to recognize, we have all different parts that have a place, that have a reason. It's very, very chashev, specifically bismanenu, to find those places of fire, to be in touch with the places that are very stark. It's interesting with Bachram every once in a while in the dorm, and this is the main tasks of dorm counselors. It's the main task on another person and on ourselves. I love when you discover in a Bachram like his soul, when you counter it. Different times, different statements. I was upset at a Bachram last night in the middle of yelling at him, and he told me something like about himself. He was talking about his desire for honesty in middle of like being upset at him, I like stopped. And I, he was, it was true what he was saying. And he wasn't manipulating, he was like speaking about his soul. I spoke about being honest and he got, he got like very upset, like serious and upset at me. I'm an honest person. He described how honesty is important to him. I like, listened, I heard what he was saying. I felt like I met his soul. I was very taken aback about a deep want for honesty, sincerity. And I think it's huge. The Mitzrayim and the destruction of the Yid is Vayareyu Aisano Mitzrayim. In the construction of a Yid is to find that goodness and to get in touch that we're a bundle of goodness. You and I, me, I'm not talking about like to look, I'm not talking about for the other guy. 
it's true, and sometimes it's the hardest project is ourselves, but the art of construction is to be in touch with our powerful goodness. It's not, it's not like this is, you know, sometimes this is said as like a line to a youngster struggling, you know, somebody puts their glass tip of their nose, young man, you're a good boy. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in a powerful way to be in touch with the, the soul that rages inside of us. And to really be in touch with the Nekuda Taiva, the powerful, strong point that exists inside of us. The, con- the destruction of man is Vayareyu, when you turn them bad. The construction of man is when you're in touch and you see him and identify him and notice him in that place of goodness. We're at an age, the world's pounding identity, pounding. It's not a funny matter. It's not a funny matter. The world's pounding. Who am I? Who are you? What's a boy? People are pounding identity. The deepest place of construction of a human being. And there's no joke that we start every morning. There's a purity and a beauty inside of me. It's complicated because then we see like drives, they have a place, they don't contradict. But we have a past. The amount of, the amount of work, the Yetzirah, Mitzrayim is just another name for Yetzirah. Wow. And specifically in Inyani Arayas, it says that at the time of Mashiach, Hashem's going to go and He's going to return, Meyeretz Mitzrayim. What's the words of Ezmi? Vanidachim. Those that are pushed away, what two places? What's the other words before? It says the Oivdim Be'eretz Ashur and Idachim Be'eretz Mitzrayim. There's a medrash. The Ashur represents Minus, and Hashem will bring back those that are lost in Minus, in doubts, thoughts of uncertainty, nihilistic type thoughts. Hashem will return those Mashiach times. That's Eretz Ashur. Hanidachem Eretz Mitzrayim represents Pritzos, represents people who feel so physical, who feel so lost, I'm barely, I'm not a dignified human being. That's the Nidachem Eretz Mitzrayim. Hashem's going to bring back the Nidachem Eretz Mitzrayim. People who are lost and feel so physical and so far from Rochnius, so far from the dignity of a person serving Hashem, and Hashem's going to bring back the Nidach Eretz Mitzrayim. That's what it means. And the first start of construction, the start of destruction is Vayareyu Eisad Mitzrayim. They turned us ra. And construction is to turn a person good, is the the realization of the goodness of a human being, the purity and the goodness and sincerity of a human being, that is the art of construction of a human being for ourselves and for others. For ourselves and for others. To get to that place of the goodness of the human being for ourselves and for others. The main task, years ago, <laughs> Rav Yitzhi Reis, who just started his career in Chinuch this week, he wrote a poem about the job of a dorm counselor in Yeshiva. It was awesome. Incredible poem. He called them explorers and uncovering, like, but in a real way, not in a pretend way. And it takes some story, some conversation, and you go like, <gasps> "Whoa, I, I, I met his soul," and the, and from that place you turn somebody good. You literally create, you turn somebody good. Seeing that, come into contact with that, turn somebody good. Literally. 
it creates the good person who's, who, who sees the base of all the things that he has to work on, but he gets in touch with the base, the essence of the person. So that's the, that's the tafkid, and I think that's the smartness we could pick up from our enemies. If we see the way the enemies destruct, I think it gives us a sense of how to construct. By Yoreyu turning us bad, highlighting the flaws, making us live in that place of flaw, identifying us based on the flaw, that's by Yoreyu The opposite of construction is, is, the, is, is, is the living and, the, and, and the, the coming to that place of goodness. It's interesting. It's interesting. I remember my first, my first foray, so to speak, into Chinuch, I was able to be a counselor in Camp Heller when I was 18 years old. I was a counselor, and it really was my first time like involved in Chinuch. I'm a big fan of guys being counselors. I love that Yehuda Schwimmer goes to Shoyrish every year. I appreciate it. Division Ed, it's true. Today's a Division Ed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know Yehuda Schwimmer, get to know him. One of the... One of the real, real, real legends, Waterbury legend, tremendous Bentaira, funny and caring and special. The Yehuda, I'm a big fan of guys being counselors in camps, a huge, huge fan, even, even if it's going to cause a guy to miss Sulam. Even it causes, I wouldn't let Yisrael miss for anything, I wouldn't let Maish Weiner miss for anything. He's going to be a counselor somewhere, I'll let. That's account. I, I very much value guys being counseled. I like the achrayis, the responsibility. I like the care. I like the telling to others. When I had the opportunity to be a counselor, one of the things I noticed, Shmuel, is when you're close to a kid, kids often want to share like some of the bad stuff they've done. They have like a desire to share that with you. And I didn't understand. Like it was, it was something I like. I, it was almost like you don't know me if you don't know this about me. And in so many ways, it's quite the contrary. You know you less because you know that about you. It's, it's a battle for identity. It's almost the kid wants to, you to know by your rayu that I'm not good. Somehow that's less mechaev. And somehow he thinks, and somehow he really is convinced that badness was him. That badness was him. I'm very much disturbed. Some guys in yeshiva will tell me, Rebbe, there's a line kids will say, when I was young, I really was crazy. I was crazy. Sixth grade, maybe I was. I have to admit, I was crazy. I hate that line. Because I promise if you and I saw you in sixth grade, you were a super sweet kid. I don't buy that. I was crazy means there was an adult in my life who couldn't handle me and turned me bad. That's what I was crazy means. You're seeing yourself how an adult saw you crazy. You wouldn't have seen yourself as crazy. But I was, I was crazy. I'm sure you were very difficult. I'm sure you were very energetic. I was crazy as a kid, and many a kid has expressed this. No, I really was crazy. I'm telling you, I was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was crazy meant there was some adult who just didn't, didn't know it, didn't have the patience. That means there was an adult in your life who wasn't so patient. I hear That's what I was crazy to me is always a code word for it. But vayoreyu, they turned you bad. So you walked out, I was crazy. Now, I don't say that it wasn't challenging. You were very energetic. Weird. You didn't like sitting in classes and just like sitting there. I was a people pleaser. I had a deficiency. I sat in the class listening. It was bad midas. Now I'm not promoting a kid misbehaving in class. 
I'm saying that being quiet per se, I was a people pleaser. So I was very scared and timid. Now, I'm not promoting the kid who's being loud in class. I'm saying there are different types. Sometimes it's a very honest soul. Sometimes it's an unsettled, like, spiritual soul. Like, we ask kids, just sit there and, like, just space out. Some kids are great at that. And then you have, like, this holy soul. It's like on fire. It's sittering. It's shaking. It's a very holy soul. You were crazy. I'm crazy? I don't know. You didn't sit quietly in class. <laughs> I'm not promoting not sitting quietly. By the way, everybody should sit quietly. Some of my best friends are teachers. Sit quietly in class. Excellent. And one day your kid should sit quietly. But it's not a sugi. You were crazy. It's an energetic guy. An energetic guy. Here. And by the way, you know, he has to, he has to work. And we work it out. What to do when you have an energy guy. The line, the line, I was crazy. <laughs> the line... Just a little background music. <laughs> the line, the line that I was, the line that I was crazy is to me by They turned us bad. A guy, ha- there are guys who say this to me in past. Maybe I do have to say I was crazy. I was little. I get very, and they really believe it. There are guys here who have told me lines like this. Guy sitting here now, I make a macha. You weren't crazy. It's, it's not a true thing. You wouldn't have looked. Yourself now, you met the fourth grade, he wasn't crazy. It's not, is there a person, the word, that people have mental issues? You were very energetic. And by the way, you had a lot in your life that you couldn't unpack. A youngster, a youngster, it's coming at the right time, so like it's working. <laughs> The word is the word is that the youngster says that he has a lot on his plate. I'm not like pushing and making a backwards world. Trust me, there's something called derecheretz. There's something to speaking a youngster about, you know, proper decorum. I'm all in on good decorum. I'm just not in on vayareyu turning somebody bad. I think you could damage a person for life turning them bad. Your own children. Our lack of patience shouldn't make somebody crazy. Now, they're difficult. It's challenging. Excellent. And to say I was very energetic and it was a challenge to have a quiet class. Good. Okay. Cool. Well, that's interesting. The saying I was crazy a lot is vayoreyu, I son. If somebody turned you ra. And many a person have been turned ra and that does something. It's not. It's something schal. Something schal in the mensch of turning a person ra. Extremely dangerous. Don't turn somebody ra. Don't turn somebody evil. When I, you know, so that, that's, th- this is the, from the enemy, the Mitzrayim's Vayareyu Aysanu. The job of construction, the job of the yeshiva is to access that place of purity and goodness and turn somebody taiv, to restore the taiv that the person is and create a taiv person. That's, that's the second point that I wanted to share on the parasha. I very much appreciate Erev Shabbos. The guys are early in this man. The guys being here, the guys listening. I want to say that I miss tremendously. I feel like we're going shiurim. I have to say it's a tremendous, it's like hard. I'm, I'm also, I, it's, it's hard. I, I, I ask myself who's had it harder, the new guys who've come to the yeshiva or the returnees. In some ways, I'm starting to think, and I spoke to Hootie last night, that the returnees might be harder here than the new guys. The new guys are struggling, new people, a lot of new people adjusting, and we're focused on that. The old guys are looking for Mo Muller. I've, I've been looking for Mayor Richter since we started. I'm looking around. 
Maish Glazer is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And his compliments, I, I miss his compliments. He's always, anybody he sees, but like in a legitimate way, he's like, you're so nice. And he like, he gives you a comment. He feels it. I don't know what the guy's made out of. Who's here to compliment us? He's one of the nicest people I've ever encountered in my life in a legitimate way. He like walks, he's like, and he's like amazed by each person like, and soaks it up. He made us all feel good about ourselves. You talk about the opposite of Ayurayu, I son of a trim. Maish Glazer is a mitzayus of feeling taiv. And just the guys who were here, all the guys in the base version, Avi Berger, all the tzaddikim that are not here. I don't want to be a pretend guy not acknowledging like the elephant in the room. Where in the world is Yosef Pagra? I've been waiting for him like the whole week. Like, I walk in the base medrash, he's a given. He's a given. Yosef's here. He's fighting with Morty, learning, arguing with Morty. They're, they're handling. Where in the world is Yosef? I've been looking for him all week. So I want to like acknowledge this. I don't want to be a pretend guy. It's not easy. Somebody like asked me, who's taking Moses? Nobody, that's not, that's not how th- nobody replaces anybody. It's not how things work. The answer is, I want an empty seat in the base of Ash, untouched, Moses, Yosef. Nobody's being Yosef. We're going to all be ourselves. We're going to have an incredible year, but I don't like just pretending something. It's hard. It's hard. We had friends. We built with friends. We got places with friends. It's a hardship. It's, it's, Hashem constructing the world, that, this, that there's a world of eternity. What we got will remain forever. What we had, the connections will be forever. That will be eternal. But there's, there's also, this is a world of, 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 of this, is the, this is the nature of our world. That things come in and things aren't there. It's the nature of Hashem. It will give opportunities for us to step up. There are voids here and we'll certainly have opportunity to fill those voids. But I don't want to be a pretend mush. I, I, we, I am Maish Weiner. There's supposed to be two Weiners here. We don't do one Weiner. And I, I love Maish. I'm at least last year there were two. Shmuel says he's still missing two years ago. And there were three. We missed Eita and Abby. This is, this is something that's real by us. I want to acknowledge it, Yaakov. I don't want to pretend. Are you, who are you looking for, Yaakov? Um, I was in the gym and I was looking around. What? I all these faces. And I was so just like going through the names with someone and, and just like, and just fingers kept going. Where's Ari? Where's Ari? Yeah, where's yeah, yeah, yeah. Shmuel, who are you looking for, Shmuel? <laughs> what? Everyone. Ezzy, who are you looking for? David Moskowitz. David Good call, good call. David was like a mainstay in here for years. So Ezzy's like, where? He come in here like, David's not here. It doesn't happen. See, Doobie, who are you looking for? Morty Uden. Morty Uden. Morty's warmth. He's the best hugger we ever had here. Where in the world's Morty? I'm like, I still... It's like, if you don't... You know, certain people out there morning coffee... Like, they just don't function. Without a greeting from Mordechai Yudin, like, what are we supposed to do? It's ridiculous. Akiva, who you looking for? Who you looking for? Which guy who left? Yeah. Give me a guy that just stings that he's not here. Semcha Schwartz. Goodness gracious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Semcha, Semcha. Avrami, who you looking for? Too many names to mention. You're like, you're like checking under tables. Mary Richter. Richter is a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny, who you looking for? Yo, Jacoby, good name, good name. 
prince, a prince. Elio sitting in the back learning. Yeah, big force in Yeshiva. Maishla Weiner, besides Avi Weiner, who you're looking for? Avi Black. <laughs> oh my gosh. I th- was supposed to have a football tournament Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm waiting. Like, I think we're just canceling it. But we have Kalman Sage here. <laughs> oh gosh. The football tournament, I don't know what, how, how do we even run it without Avi Black? Lenny DeVore, yeah, painful, painful. We have David Block, good call. Good. Shloim is giving Musser, Kayla, stop mourning who's not here and celebrate who is here. You're right, I'll get there, I'll get there, I'll get there. Good time, good time. Shui, who, who are you looking for? It's Arab Shabbos, Kayla, Shabbos. He's like, what are you making everybody sad? Mishulam, who are you looking for? <laughs> Right, Park is wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I thought it's just to see the sheer. It starts a little late. Like I still thought the chabur is gonna. I thought Johnny's coming. Like slowly, it's gonna form. Right, Park is shlita. Good call, Mishulam. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Yankov, who you looking for? The gym, you said Levi, Levi is a good one. Levi said Levi, Levi. Good call. Shimmy? David Spivak. Oh my gosh. Yeah, talent, an amazing guy. These are, I, I don't like pretending and living with an, I spoke, Hootie, I spoke to last night, I said at some point, so I'm going to address this, because he said, he was describing how hard it is that you build a whole world with friends and you have a whole journey with them and then they're not here on your journey. That's, that's real, that's very real. Each, Hashem designed the world that we have things and then we temporarily lose them and that allows for space and allows for growth, but it's difficult, no, Daniel? It's like funny, there, there was a certain ruach here, we like, had, like, where is that? And slowly, like, like what the guy said, we'll build some, we have Shlomo Sicker here, and we're, we have good stuff to build. We have Yaakov Ellen, we have... I think we're going to get to the video right now. I- you have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClamus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.